Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of A Cowgirl and Her Horse. I'm your host, Katrina. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to ask you a favor. If you are enjoying these episodes, please go to the podcast app that you are using and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. This helps to ensure that the podcast can continue. And as well, please head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow at a cowgirl and her horse where I post all sorts of shenanigans about my life with horses. So with that out of the way, let's get into our 2019 NFR barrel racing preview. Starting on December 5th at the Thomason Mac in Las Vegas, the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo will begin where the top 15 in each event will compete to see who will be crowned this year's world champions. With the amount that will be paid out with each round and in the average, it's pretty much anybody's game. Even if you come into the NFR in 15th, you still have the potential to make up a lot of ground. For me, I am always super excited to watch the ladies barrel racing, of course, and this year is no exception. As I noted in a previous episode, uh, I've mentioned who the top 15 are already, but we're just going to go a little bit more in depth for this episode. So in first place, we have Nellie Miller from California with a little over $154,000 won. Uh, This is Nellie's fourth time coming into the NFR, sitting in first place. And she actually did that this year by attending only 28 rodeos. That is insane considering that some of the other girls that she'll be competing against went went to over 90 rodeos in the 2019 season. Her horse uh, sister is an 11-year-old mare that Nellie's dad raised and trained. Um, Some of the highlights from Nellie's 2019 season include winning Rodeo Houston for the second time in a row and tying for first at the Cheyenne Frontier Days. In second place, we have Haley Kinzel, who's won just under $149,000. She's coming into this year's NFR, hoping to defend the world title that she won for the first time last year. She started off the 2019 season on the right foot by first winning the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, and then San Antonio as well. She also did extremely well at the Calgary Stampede, but ended up missing out on the championship by just, I think it was three one thousandths of a second to her, uh, to Lisa Lockhart. So her horse sister is nine this year and will be making her third appearance at the NFR. And judging by their uh, performance at the Thomas and Mac last year, I'm guessing that they're going to do very, very well again this year. In third, we have Lisa Lockhart from South Dakota with a little over $146,000 won. Believe it or not, this will be Lisa's 13th time to the NFR, and she has yet to clinch a world title. So here's hoping that this will be her year finally. Um, For the most part, Lisa has been aboard Louie, her trusty gelding, for those 13 trips. Uh, but Louie is now 16 years old, and he's obviously more than earned his keep for Lisa. He's made 80 runs at the NFR. 
which is insane. Um, while Louis was at the NFR with Lisa last year, he kind of took a back seat as Lisa let Rosa kind of lead the way, um, who's also been making a name for herself in the last few years. Uh, the win at Calgary for Lisa catapulted her up the 2019 standings and has allowed her to qualify for the NFR with uh, 47 rodeos under her belt. While it's st- still quite a few more rodeos than what Nellie attended, it's still significantly less than some of the other girls in the top 15. And I will say right now, I will be cheering for Lisa. She is my number one. I want her to take home the gold. And fourth, we have Shally Lord from Colorado with almost $112,000 won. Um, she's another person that I'm super excited to see at the NFR this year. Uh, this is going to be her second NFR qualification, with her first being all the way back in 2005. And I still remember that. Back then, she was riding her horse Slider, who was so much fun to watch because of his insane style of turning around the barrels. Um, this year, she will be running Can Man, who has had an absolutely phenomenal year for her. Uh, they as I said, they co-won Cheyenne Frontier Days with Nellie Miller. Um, they won the Mountain State Circuit Finals. They've been winning things left, right, and center. And after only 55 rodeos, they landed themselves fourth in the standings this year. Um, interestingly, I found out that this is actually going to be Can Man's second time to the NFR. He competed there a couple of years ago in 2017 with uh, Brittany Posey as the jockey. So it should be very interesting to watch how Shally's re-debut to the NFR goes. And um, for those of you who are slider fans like I am, he is enjoying a comfortable retirement on Shally's ranch at the ripe old age of 27. So in fifth, we have Brittany Posey Tenozi with $105,000 won. Again, like Lisa, this is going to be Brittany's 13th NFR. Uh, Brittany is a two-time world champion. She's had over $2 million in career earnings. And she's done so on the backs of probably about a zillion different horses. Um, If you haven't, I encourage you to check out Married with Horses, the episode with Brittany Posey that they did. It was really interesting just, you know, learning a little bit more about Brittany and you know, she's taking a dive into the breeding side of things, so that was kind of neat to hear about. I have no idea who Brittany's going to be running at the NFR. Um, like, a, when I say a zillion horses she's rode, I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, it seems like she has an endless supply of amazing horses that any could win her another world title. So stay tuned to see who she's going to come rolling down the alley with during round one. In sixth place, we have Stevie Hillman from Weatherford, Texas with $105,000 won. Um, Actually, just like 200 bucks behind Brittany Posey, actually. This is going to be Stevie's fourth NFR appearance, and she's going to be riding Truck, her 12-year-old gelding. Um, Stevie hauled to 76 rodeos this year. Um, And actually, you know, once she knew she secured her spot, she packed up and went home. 
Um, so yeah. And once she did that, you know, she's been at home, just kind of recharge, riding up and coming horses, enjoying some downtime with her husband, Ty. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Stevie actually rode slick by design for most, if not all of the rounds at the NFR last year. Um, they didn't do quite as well as they had hoped, I think, but I'm super excited to see how her and truck are going to do. I kind of like watching them run. So it's going to be another duo that I'm definitely going to be cheering for. In seventh place, we have Emily Miller from Weatherford, Oklahoma. She won just over $98,000. Um, this is going to be Emily Miller's first trip to the NFR. Um, she ended up 30th in the standings last year, and which you know allowed her to qualify for the big winter rodeos, which helped her get into the top 15 this year. Um, she won the majority of her earnings this year above, aboard her horse Chongo, um, with a huge chunk being won over the 4th of July. She was the WPRA's highest money earner over the 4th, so... Along with Chongo, she also rode her horse Pipe Ranch and I believe Foxy as well. So I think she's bringing all three to Vegas. I'm not 100% sure on that, but should be interesting to see how her first NFR goes. In eighth place, we have Jessica Rotier, another South Dakota cowgirl with um, $96.5,000 won. Uh, Last year, Jessica Rotier was a rookie at the NFR, and she learned what it means to be an NFR competitor. Um, that year, she actually ended up reserve world champion last year. Um, and I'm just going to assume that she's hoping for a little bit of a better result this year and hoping to take home the world title, of course. Um, you know, qualifying for the NFR is a feat in itself, but I would... Um, Jessica actually has five children as well, so I always think that's something that needs to be highlighted just because that is an insane accomplishment to be juggling all those things. Uh, so just to applaud that for a moment. Uh, Jessica will be riding her horse, Missy, again this year at the NFR. So number nine, Donna K. Rule, also from Oklahoma, $96,500. She's another first-time NFR qualifier this year, and she's going to be riding her horse, Valor, who she's had since a uh, four-year-old, and she patterned him and whatnot. Valor's now 10, and he was actually named the 2019 Purina Horse of the Year by AQHA for barrel racing. Um, Donna Kay, she's going to have her husband, but also her children and grandchildren cheering her on at the NFR. So we will see how she does for her first NFR. Erica Nelson, another first-time qualifier, comes in at number 10 uh, for, with $93,000 won. Erica is actually from Florida, which can definitely make it a bit difficult due to the rodeos being so far away, especially when you start looking at some of the Northwest rodeos, but Erica has figured out how to make it work. Uh, last year, she ended up 28th in the standings, um, which just made her more than ever determined to get into the top 15 this year. And with the help from her two horses, she competed in 65 rodeos and landed in 10th place in the 2019 standings. And so 
With that, she will make the long trek from Florida to Las Vegas to make her NFR debut. In 11th place, we have Ivy Conrado with $93,000, around $200 behind Erica Nelson. This will be Ivy's fourth consecutive NFR appearance, and she will be once again bringing her Palomino Mayor J-Lo with her. Uh, Last year, they had a very good NFR. They placed in six of the ten rounds, and they ended up finishing sixth overall. So, in other words, J-Lo likes the Thomas & Macarena, which is good news for Ivy because each round pays a boatload of money, And that can be the difference between who wins the title and who goes home feeling discouraged. So keep an eye out for Ivy this year. She could very well end up sneaking up from 11th to 1st over the course of the 10 days. In 12th, we have Amberly Moore from Oregon with uh, just a little over 93,001. This is also her fourth consecutive appearance, just like Ivy. Um... And actually, just like Ivy's horse, J-Lo, Amberly's horse, Paige, loves the Thomas and Mac. She proved that in the past where she entered the NFR in 15th, placed in eight rounds, and ended up reserve world champion. So if she did that by coming in at 15th, she could very well do it again by coming in at 12th. Um, while Amberly's season they had a few ups and downs she has qualified and that's all that matters so you can bet that her and Paige will give all the girls a run for their money for sure in 13th we have Jennifer Sharp another first time NFR qualifier and she actually just finished up I guess not just a few weeks ago she finished up at the Canadian finals rodeo Jennifer is going to be riding Smooch, a six-year-old Palomino mare. Um, Actually, success in Canada is a big reason why Jennifer qualified for the NFR. Um, Her horse, Tequila, really liked some of the arenas in Canada, and she placed at nearly every rodeo she entered there. So don't count Jennifer out just because this is her first time at the NFR. Um, You know, she's been barrel racing since she was very young. She has a lot of success outside of pro rodeos at futurities and AQHA events and all that stuff. So I bet you it's going to be a very, very good first NFR for Jennifer Sharp. In 14th, we have Cheyenne Wimberly from Stephenville, Texas with $90,000 won. Um, Like Shally Lord, this is, it's been quite a long time since Cheyenne has qualified I believe her last appearance was 20 years ago. So after her uh, her good horse had a career-ending injury, she kind of took a break from grueling the grueling life of a professional barrel racer. And you know she's recently come over, come across some more horsepower again. So you know she couldn't help but try and make another ride for run for the NFR. Um, she, uh, it looked like she wasn't going to make it at the last part of the season. You know, it's always kind of tight, you know, 15th to 20th. You never really know. But she had wins in Bremerton and Kennewick, Washington, up in the Northwest. So that was enabled her to punch her ticket to the NFR. And in 15th, Lucinda Rose with just under 89,001. She is our final first-time qualifier. Um, 
fun fact that I found out, she is the first person from Missouri to qualify in barrel racing since Amanda Clayman did in 2004, which is kind of neat. Uh, Lucinda will be running uh, her 11-year-old horse. Um, and while she is quite a ways behind Nellie Miller as far as money goes, Placing in multiple rounds at the NFR could easily change that. So watch out for Lucinda Rose. So, as I said, of the top 15 girls, we have Emily Miller, Donna K. Rule, Erica Nelson, Jennifer Sharp, and Lucinda Rose, who are all first-time qualifiers. But do not let that fool you. These girls know how to ride their horses, and they all have their sights on winning some cash and winning some belt buckles. So... It's going to be very interesting. And I mentioned that with the payout at the NFR being what it is, it can be just about anybody's game at the NFR. But how much does it actually pay out? Well, first off, in total, $10 million is going to be paid out at the NFR across all events. Each contestant will receive $10,000 just for qualifying, which is insane. That's fantastic. <laughs> and not only do you get to add that um, NFL, NFR qualifier to your name, but you also get 10 grand in cash. That's amazing. So for each go around, the payout per event will be as follows. So for first place, you get just over 26000 For second, you get $20,730. For third place, you get... $15,653. For fourth place, you get a flat $11,000. For fifth, you get $6,769. And for sixth place, you get $4,230. So that's that gets paid out every night for 10 nights. The NFR will also pay out an average in each event. Um, this For barrel racing, this is based on your overall time when adding up your time for each go around, the person with the lowest overall time will win the average. Um, for that, at the end of the 10 days, first place in the average will get $67,269. Second place will get $54,576. Third place will get $43,153. Fourth place will get $31,730. Fifth place will get twenty two thousand eight hundred forty six. Sixth place will get sixteen thousand five hundred. Seventh place eleven thousand four hundred twenty three, and eighth place six thousand three hundred and forty six dollars. It's a lot of cash. <laughs> um, like I said, going into the NFR, Lucinda Rose in fifteenth is a little over sixty five thousand dollars behind Nellie Miller, who's in first place. So with the aggregate alone paying out $67,000 to the first place winner, you can see why I say that the world title is anyone's for the taking. Those girls are going to need to be on every single night. They're going to have to make flawless runs for 10 nights straight. So it's going to be fantastic. If you can't tell, I'm super excited and I can't wait for December 5th. <laughs> so I'd love to hear who you are cheering for. Who are you wanting to win the 2019 world title? Who do you think is going to win the 2019 world title? Um, as well as part of this NFR episode, I thought I would just 
I would also read a blog post that I wrote last year about the 2018 NFR. It went viral after the NFR last year, and many people really seemed to enjoy it. So I thought I would revisit it here today as we gear up for another 10 rounds in Las Vegas. Last year, I watched the NFR barrel racing every day without fail. I was entranced by every single run and could hardly contain my excitement each time I watched it. Those girls and horses are beyond talented, and I can only hope to be even half as talented as they are someday. As I reflected on the NFR barrel racing of 2018, I couldn't help but notice that there are some things that I have realized after watching it. Beyond the fact that those horses are incredible and those girls are talented riders, there were some additional realizations that I made that I think would be of value to those of you who also take part in the sport. The first thing I realized is that you should never give up on a horse too quickly. The NFR would not be complete without Lisa Lockhart. She is a 12-time NFR qualifier and a class act. And I'm not sure what initially made me a Lisa fan, but it probably had something to do with her amazing buckskin Louie. Louie is an incredible horse and has definitely earned his keep over the years for Lisa. When Lisa ran down the alley at the Thomas and Mac on night one on her other buckskin, Rosa, I couldn't help but be a little disappointed. I was looking forward to seeing Louie. That being said, Louie has proved himself. He, I can understand Lisa wanting to give Rosa a chance after doing so well during the regular season. They ended up hitting the third barrel in round number one. I spent the whole day hoping that Lisa would saddle up Louie for day two. He knows the arena and he's just plain old amazing. She chose Rosa again for round two. And you know what? They won round two. It is easy for me to sit here and make horse selections for Lisa. It is quite another thing when you are down there in Vegas, fourth in the world, and trying to decide what to do. Lisa made the right call that night, and it ended up in her being the recipient of a $26,000 check and a go-around buckle. This is the perfect example that you should never give up on a horse too quickly. Always give them the benefit of the doubt, hoping for the best. They may just surprise you, and you never know, maybe win you a belt buckle. <laughs> the second thing I realized, you don't need an expensive horse to compete with the best in the world. A new face to NFR barrel racing last year was Tracy Nowlin. She came into the finals 12th in the world after attending 79 rodeos during the regular season and earning a total of just over $90,000. While that is impressive enough in itself, you will be even more impressed by how she achieved that NFR qualification. Tracy qualified for her first NFR on just one horse, Dolly Joe. 
Dolly Joe is a daughter of Royal Quick Dash and was purchased by Tracy for, do you want to guess? $1,850. That is it. They had initially been looking for, been looking at a horse in the hopes that she could be a calf horse for Tracy's son. Tracy made a late night decision to purchase the mare, not as a rope horse, but as a potential barrel horse. And it turns out that Tracy's decision was a very good one. She placed in the first and second round of the 2018 NFR. That's right. Running among some of the very best and most expensive horses in the sport, Tracy and Dolly Joe were able to remain competitive. This gives so much hope to girls out there who do not necessarily have the resources to buy a super expensive horse. Girls like me, I cannot afford to buy a $50,000 horse. While the barrel racing world is increasingly becoming a sport based on who is running the best bloodlines, there is still definitely room for these outliers. Third thing I realized after watching last year's NFR, consistency is key. Carmen Pazabon came into the 2018 NFR 15th in the world, the last spot to qualify for the NFR. She had earned a total of just over 89000 in the regular seasons season at a combination of both Canadian and American rodeos, punching her ticket to her very first NFR. Throughout the 10 days of 2018 NFR, the competition was extremely fierce, as it always is. While Carmen's mare, Rip, is fantastic, she was, in most cases, just a hair too slow to win a check. Um, you know, she in round one, she came in 11th. In round two, she came in 8th, then 8th, 6th, 10th. Her best placing was in round eight, where she got second place. But the thing that gave Carmen an edge over her competition was her consistency. Carmen was the only one out of the entire 15 girls running at the 2018 NFR to not hit a barrel. And do you know what that got her? The title of 2018 NFR Barrel Racing Aggregate Champion. That alone earned her a check for just over $67,000. Yes, obviously, speed is the name of the game in barrel racing. But consistency is also very important, especially if you have a race like this that is won over several days. Another realization I had is there is nothing wrong with helping out a fellow competitor. Let me say that again. There is nothing wrong with helping out a fellow competitor. An awesome story that came out of the 2018 NFR barrel racing involved Tacey Bettis and Tammy Fisher. The two ladies have rodeoed quite a bit together since Tammy kind of took Tacey under her wing for Tacey's rookie year in 2017. That year, Tammy led smash which is Tacey's horse, up the alleyway at the NFR all 10 nights for Tacey. 
And Tacey ended up having a phenomenal first NFR back in 2017. She walked away with around $65,000 from the NFR alone. However, things were a bit different in 2018 because Tammy also qualified for the NFR. The first four nights of the NFR were a bit rough for Tacey. She did not have Tammy there. She hit a barrel in the first round, was a hair off pace in the second, and then hit barrels again in the third and fourth rounds. Of course, Tammy is busy riding her own horse. That's why she wasn't there to help out Tacey. But come night five, they decided to switch things up. Tammy started leading Smash down the alleyway. Yes, Tammy would get off of her horse, which she was going to be running very, very soon, to help her friend get into the arena calm, cool, and collected. I don't know about you, but I could definitely not do that. If I know I am about to run, I need to be focused on my horse. There is no way I could have gotten off my horse, given it to someone else to hold, and gone and helped someone else. I just, I'm not that good of a competitor, I guess. I don't know. But the result, Tacey got fourth in the fifth go-round, fifth in the sixth go-round, split fourth and fifth in the seventh go-round, won the eighth go-round, placed second in the ninth round, and won fifth in the final go-round. She won a total of over $87,000 at the NFR once Tammy started leading her in. Hoping she cut, cut Tammy a check for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tammy and Tacey are running after the same money and the same buckles. They are competitors. However, Tammy had the sportsmanship to help out a competitor in need. And I applaud her for that. It is, that is amazing. She is a great example of what our sport should be. There is no reason why we should not help a fellow competitor when we can. The girl you help might end up beating you. But you know what? That is okay. At the end of the day, people will remember you for the type of person you were and not how many tenths faster you ran in round six of the 2018 NFR. The last thing I realized after watching the 2018 NFR that barrel racers can be as tough as nails. So this has to do, again, with Tracy Nallen. Like I mentioned above, Tracy and Dolly Joe placed in the first and second rounds of the NFR. After that, however, knocked barrels plagued the pair for most of the remaining rounds. A statement was sent out on behalf of Tracy during the NFR stating, this is a quote, thank you for all of your support for Tracy and Dolly Joe. She reads all of your messages and knows you're rooting for her and Dolly Joe. She isn't just hitting barrels. She physically can't ride Dolly Joe right now to the best of her capability. I took her to get an MRI today. Per Tandy, she has little tears in her rotator cuff and bicep. And in her neck, she has three bulging discs as well. She will see Tandy's recommendation for a surgeon next week. Please keep her in your prayers. So the Tandy that they mentioned in there is Tandy Freeman. He is like the, the guy for rodeo sports medicine. So she was definitely in good hands. But I cannot imagine 
riding an NFR caliber horse while healthy, let alone riding with those sorts of issues going on. Tracy and Dolly Joe worked very hard all year long to get to the NFR, and she was not going to let some health issues prevent her from a potentially once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I'm sure that Tracy wasn't the only one dealing with issues that we didn't hear about over the course of the year. You can guarantee that every single one of those girls had to navigate hurdles in the journey to the NFR, whether it be their own personal health problems or soundness or other health issues with their horses. It's not an easy road to the NFR, and it takes a very, very tough and determined individual, along with a phenomenal team to get there in one piece. Tracy's situation is just an example of this. So, I mean, there isn't much in my opinion, that is more exciting than NFR barrel racing. I am super stoked for this year's barrel racing. With the lineup we have this year, it's going to be just as phenomenal as it ever is. The horses are phenomenal, and the women competing are all incredible jockeys. Unfortunately, most spectators do not see the blood, sweat, the money, and tears behind those amazing runs. If they did, they would learn some valuable lessons about barrel racing and life, really, much like the ones that I briefly noticed here. All right, everyone, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard and got some value out of the podcast today. If you did, I'd love if you would subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen. Also be sure to check out A Cowgirl and Her Horse on Facebook and Instagram. You can also head over to anchor.fm to leave a voice memo. Ask a question, leave a comment, or just say hello. Lastly, be sure to check out acowgirlandherhorse.com slash deals for all sorts of exclusive offers and to get 10% off your entire order at horse.com. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, it's always a good day to ride. as a horse owner there's always something you could use or need or want when it comes to your horses. I've found that horse.com is a great place to meet those needs. Whether you need a new pair of bell boots because your latest pair have completely fallen apart from being used too many times or are looking to try a new bit, horse.com 
is your place to find what you need. Head over to acowgirlandherhorse.com slash deals to get 10% off your entire order at horse.com. You'll also find there a list of all my favorite products, including Classic Equine's Legacy 2 boots and Ariat's Fat Baby boots, which are my favorite boots to wear around the barn. Again, that's acowgirlandherhorse.com slash deals.